What is going on, beautiful people? It is your boy, Jesse, a.k.a. Jesse Prada, and you are listening to the Christ Convo Podcast, where we inspire you to live the best way you can for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I hope this episode blesses you. Without further ado, let's get into it, y'all. What is going on, everyone? It is your boy, Jesse, a.k.a. Jesse Prada. I am back with another episode on the Christ Convo podcast. And by the title, you can see today that we are going to be discussing um, this fake Jesus. Um, I began to just see things in society. This has been happening for a long time now. Obviously, you know, we are living in the end times, but there is a false um, sense of who the man Jesus Christ is, or there is a misrepresentation of who he is. Um, And why do we as Christians uh, address this? Why do his followers address this? It's simple. Um, I am a man of God. I love Jesus. And so I'm pretty sure that anybody here, um, if you have a mother, a father, a brother or a sister, and somebody were to misrepresent or to say something about your um, your dear relative, there would be a sense of confrontation. Um, you would be swift to um, make sure that the person who is near and dear to your heart would be represented correctly. And so this is really all that I'm practicing. I am uh, representing someone that I love. Um, and I am debunking any misrepresentation of this person that I love, who is Jesus Christ. He is my Lord and my Savior, and I love him, and I will continue to serve him as long as I have breath. So um, we just live in perilous times, as the Bible says. This is really sad, and it's really heartaching, um, the fact that a lot of people really claim his name, but don't really mean it. And um, I'm going to be very blunt and um, open on this podcast. And I love each and every one of you, but I just have to be honest and tell the truth like it is. And when you live in, when we live in a day and age where people ask Christians if there is only one way to heaven, and they stumble and shake, Um, this is a sad time. I believe God is raising up, um, men and women of God who have, um, godly courage and godly zeal. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. I believe God is giving us boldness as it was in the days of acts to truly represent him and stand on truth, regardless of what it's going to bring towards us. Um, persecution is going to come. That's already been prophesied through the word. You can see in countless amounts of, um, passages in scripture that people who stood for Jesus and stood for the Lord, your God, um, consistently would be persecuted and dishonored. And so regardless, um, we are called to stand on truth, um, regardless of what the reactions of the crowd are going to be. And so really, I'm just opening this up um, and having this uh, dialogue. Well, not really a dialogue because nobody's here, but just expressing the fact that there is a major misrepresentation of who Jesus Christ is. So let's start with a couple things and then I'm going to just break down um, a verse that I believe is very, very important to just, um, that is very, very important. Sorry if, um, sorry if y'all hear a sound, I'm doing a clubhouse and I'm allowing people to listen. So as people join in, you might just hear my phone buzz or whatever, just, just letting y'all know. Um, but the first things first is we have to really debunk and dismantle, um, this idea that Jesus is an inclusive man. Um, 
there is a huge misconception um, that, well, of course, Jesus loved everybody and we are called to love everybody. But there is this huge misconception that Jesus is OK with everything, that Jesus is Jesus is accepting of everything and anything could just go by his face and he's just going to be cool with it. That is a lie from the pits of hell. OK, another thing is to make the another lie is that everybody who is on this earth is a child of God. That is not true. That is a lie. OK, I'm going to take you to Matthew chapter 12, verses 50, where Jesus, your sweet cupcake, jelly bean Jesus said that those who do the will of my father are my brothers and my sisters. Jesus clearly makes it known that if you are not following the will of his father, that you then you and him are not allies. You and him are not friends. You are not his brother. You are not his sister. You are not in the family of the Lord if you are not following the will of the father. And I understand that this is not something that sounds, you know, amazing to society. But we as Christians, we are not called to be the solution uh, or the remedy of people's itching ears and false doctrines. OK, another thing, too, is that we have to remember that um, Jesus told us to love our enemies. And so there is absolutely no way that Jesus would tell us to do something if he doesn't do it himself. OK, Um in, uh, J in James chapter four, verses four, the Bible clearly says that a friend to the world is an enemy to God. So we have to stop. Um, how do I say this? How do I want to say this? We just need to be careful in just saying that God loves people and just leave it at that. Okay. Just because God loves you does not mean that you are on God's side. That does not mean you are God's friend. That does not mean that you will inherit the kingdom of heaven. What God's love is, is simply a gateway. And I'm going to get into that later in on the podcast. But just because God loves you does not simply mean that you are his that you belong to him, that you will inherit the kingdom of heaven. This is a major misconception that we think that just because God loves us, first off, God is love. And so the very fact that God is love and that you exist means that God loves you because love is who he is. Okay. But it does not mean that he approves of your lifestyle. It does not mean that you belong to him, nor does it mean that your inheritance is his kingdom. Okay. Um, where am I at now? Okay, so what does it mean to truly be a friend or to be on the side of God? Well, in John 15, 14, Jesus said, ye are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Okay, a friend of Jesus is one that is obedient to what God says. To, to um, a, a friend of Jesus is one that is obedient to what the father says. Okay, we have to remember, and this is, I'm going to go into another verse that correlates with what I just previously said about um, Jesus being inclusive or just because um, God loves you that you're one of his. OK, in Matthew chapter 10, verses 32 and 33, it says, whoever acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my father in heaven. And in verse 33, it says, but whoever denies me on earth, I will deny before my father in heaven. Okay. And that word deny, and forgive me if I pronounce it incorrectly, but it, uh, the, the translation is Adonai, right? And the, the, tra the English translation of what that means is to simply reject. So 
it is clear that in the Bible that Jesus himself admits that he is going to willingly reject people if they do not belong to the father during judgment. Okay, so once again, this is a major misconception that Jesus is accepting of everything and every lifestyle and every person that is here on this earth. It is not true and it is a lie. Jesus, if you do not belong to the Lord, Jesus Christ is going to willfully reject you when your judgment comes before almighty God. Okay, next thing I want to do is I want to talk about um, some red flags that I've just began to notice um, in my conversations with some people and, and just in observing and listening to certain things. Um, red flags of a fake Jesus. Um, the first red flag is no scripture. Um, and when I say that, I also mean scripture out of context because scripture out of context is not scripture. It is a personal doctrine or a belief that one has installed simply for the convenience of their lifestyle of carnality. And so we have to remember that even when people use scripture and take it out of context, we have to be like the Bereans in Acts. What the Bereans did is they would literally consistently search the scriptures to make sure that what somebody said is actually what the Bible meant. And so that's what we need to do. We need to test things by the we need to test things by the spirit and do our research. OK, and I'm not saying that education in the scriptures means, you know, Jesus. But what I will say is education in the scriptures will definitely improve your relationship with Jesus Christ if your heart posture is in the right place. So it is very important to study the scriptures. Um, the next red flag is Jesus conforms to their image and they don't conform to his. What do I mean by that? You will hear a lot of people in conversations or it, it's it's going to be something, um, you know, with this progressive Christianity, you're going to hear a lot of things in regards to emotions or how does one feel or um, living the best life or living a life of convenience or comfortability, whatever it is, all of these things in regards to how a person feels um what they desire you know just stuff like that this is not an accurate jesus okay this will also correlate with a justification of sin this is not an accurate jesus okay the bible says that we are to conform to his image if you and jesus disagree you are wrong Jesus is per Jesus is perfect. Jesus is all wise and Jesus is all knowing. If you and Jesus disagree, you are wrong. And it doesn't mean that um it doesn't mean that he loves you any less, but what it is is it is an invitation to evaluate yourself, to to allow the Holy Spirit and God to search your heart, to search the depths of your soul and see what is it you need to change so that you can look more like him. I hope this is helping you. The next thing, um, the next thing uh, is talking about. Uh, well, actually, it correlates with what I said previously, but it's more so about you. OK, in Matthew, chapter 16, verses 24, Jesus clearly says that if anyone wants to follow me, let him take up his cross and deny himself. OK, so your your um, your commitment to Jesus is not about you. 
because your commitment to Jesus is a consistent denial of what you want, of what you desire, um, of what makes sense to you, of what is convenient for you. Okay. Your walk and your commitment to Jesus Christ is not about you. It is about him. It is about laying your life down and literally following him wherever he goes. So it has nothing to do with you. So it is a red flag every single time when the Jesus that is being spoken of, I don't care who it is from a pastor, your mama, your brother, whoever, I don't know. But if this Jesus is being spoken of and it is not challenging you or provoking you to, to live a lifestyle of sacrifice and change, this is an inaccurate Jesus. Okay. The next and the last uh, red flag is there is a lack of confrontation of sin. This is an inaccurate Jesus. Jesus would consistently address wickedness. Okay. If there is, if you are being talked, um, if somebody is having a conversation with you about, uh, Jesus and you are okay in your sin. And when I say, when I, when I say, okay, in your sin, meaning you are willfully practicing sin, you do not take any steps to change, um, how you approach the temptation of your sin. Um, you're okay in your sin. There's no consequences for your sin. It is okay to sin. You, you've gotten great at sin. You find different ways and create different outlets of sin. Um, you, my friend, are serving and acknowledging an inaccurate Jesus. Okay. Now, yes, Jesus died for your sins and he, he has erased them completely. But to, 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 to create this Jesus in our image, in, in our own image, to make it seem as if he is okay with a lifestyle of sin is completely inaccurate. And that is not who Jesus is. Um, what Jesus will do is, as I said before, he will provoke you to change from your lifestyle of sin and to conform to his image, which is sinless. Okay. That is what Jesus, that is what Jesus will do. Okay. Another thing I would like to do is break down this verse, um, of John chapter three, verses 16, because this is everybody's favorite verse. Okay. And let me just say one thing to all of you pastors, to all of you who are professing the name of God. Okay. When you, you are twisting, <laughs> A lot of y'all are literally twisting scripture and you guys are literally catering to this jelly bean, soft, coward Christian culture that does not confront anything, that does not call out any wickedness, that does not call for repentance. And you should really repent and turn because God is going to judge you based off of who he is and what his word says and who he is and what his word says is not subjective. So preach the true Jesus. Now, let me break this down for you. For God so loved. Okay. This correlates with what I said previously when I said his love is a gateway. It is a gateway. Okay. It does not confirm that you are his. It is a gateway so that you can become his. That is what his love is for you. Okay. So his love is an invitation. Okay. So how did the invitation come about because of his love? The Bible says for God so love that he gave. Okay. So because he loved, he gave you an invitation. What was his invitation? 
His invitation was his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. That was God's invitation. That was the love of God being a gateway so that you can be invited into the kingdom of heaven. Okay, let's let's get back. Let's get back to it. For God so loved that he gave the world his only begotten son that. Okay, one thing I love this that that I just said, that translation is Hina, and that literally means in order or to the intent. So God didn't just give, he gave with an intention. Meaning he didn't just throw Jesus by your wayside and no 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 no. He gave with an intention, okay? Um where am I at? Okay. I'm going to just reread it again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So God's intention of giving his son was so that you would believe in him. That was his intention. Okay. So let me, let me just clarify something. Mere acknowledgement that Jesus rose does not mean you are his. Okay, how do I know this? In Matthew chapter 7, verses 22 and 23, there is there is a there there is a verse where Jesus is speaking and he literally says, Many will say he, he's prophesying about judgment day. And he as in um in this prophecy, he is saying that many will say, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out devils? Did we not work many miracles? Did we not heal the sick? All of these things that we did in your name, Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay, these people are acknowledging that Jesus is Lord. They they these are not atheists. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? These are not atheists, these are not agnostics these are not buddhists these are not muslims these are people who literally admit i'm sorry i just hit something <laughs> these are people who literally admit that jesus is lord they admitted this okay and he will tell them depart from me which clearly shows that mere acknowledgement and recognition that jesus is lord does not mean that you are his okay because they did not know him they acknowledged his title but they did not know who he was Okay, they acknowledged him, but they did not know him. And so really what it is, it is to acknowledge and commit to him and to serve him fully with your entire life, with everything that you have. That is what it means. Okay, and the and, and the, the, the part that grieves me about this is when it comes to this fake Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, God is not going to judge you based off of the Jesus you created in your head. He's going to judge you based off of who Jesus really is and the word of God. So once again, God is raising up Christians who are bold, who have godly courage and are going to willingly um, stand for who Jesus is. Okay. Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. But Jesus, first off, let's just clarify what Jesus's love is is Jesus is love. Jesus's love is the provoking of your change. Okay. He loves you so dearly that he died so that you could be provoked to change because he knows that you were sick and you needed a savior. He knows that you were a captive and you needed to be set free. Okay. That is what his love looks like. As a matter of fact, the love that he demonstrated is the agape love, which has nothing to do with feelings and emotions or a tingling within your stomach. It simply means 
that he knew that there was something wrong with you and he needed to come down to earth and give his life so that you can now have an opportunity to live in the abundance of life that he has granted you here on earth and continuously live in it for eternity when you get to heaven. That is what his love was, okay? He was not approving your sin. He was provoking you to change it through his power, which he has invited you to receive through the through his death. Okay? So this was uh I think that I believe that is all I have to say specifically for this podcast. Um but I just really want each and every Christian who is listening to this and you truly love the Lord, stand for Jesus Christ. Um, I understand that Christians nowadays, we're considered mean, we're considered closed minded, but we are not supposed to um, we're not supposed to align with what people say Jesus was like. We're supposed to align with what the Bible says. And if you are aligned with the Jesus in the Bible, trust me, you are in good hands. Um, and we pray for the people. We pray for the people who do not know him, but think that they do. Um, and we just ask that God will continue to um, increase our zeal for him, increase our zeal for truth um, and truly um, represent who Jesus Christ is. I thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, and I love each and every one of you. Continue to stand for Jesus. Continue to love the Lord. Um, and I will be back uh, until the next episode. You all be blessed. And I hope that you received um, new insight on this episode. Um, Y'all have a good one. God bless you. What is going on, beautiful people? I appreciate the listening and the support to the Christ Convo podcast. If you received any form of insight on this last episode, leave a review on Spotify, on Apple Music, whichever source you listen to this podcast. I will be back for a new episode. Stay tuned. Be blessed.